0: Tales for Imaginative Kids. In this podcast, we take stories from kids just like you. And you can send one in! Please, send one in. Because if you want us to make more podcasts, we need you to send in stories to put on the podcast. But today is another one I made from scratch. It's called Soon-ish. And this talks about... How workers have been taking down forests to make city, and what these animals do to stop it. So, I hope you like it. Monday, a sloth was taking a siesta on a tree. His name was Sherwin, which means, quick as the wind. Look it up, it's true. But he was as slow as can be. Sometimes he sleeps for three weeks. Many animals call him slow or lazy. He calls them fast and energetic. But it's not what his name meant. So don't trust everything you (laughs) hear. Sherwin was young, and his life was mostly sleeping. The tree he lives on is big and old and has many branches in Lee. His parents also lived there, and his grandparents. His grandparents were actually in the chipmunk climbing. Well, at least his grandfather was. If you have not listened to that podcast, go back and listen to it. It's a good one. Sharon's life was fun to him, but nobody else. He eats leaves, leaves, leaves. That's pretty much all he eats, but he drinks water, of course. He would eat leaves, pretty much once every three weeks, because of all the times he sleeps for weeks. His life was super boring, not just boring, like insanely boring. Was not to him, but everybody else. But suddenly, something happened. He got up from his rest and started looking around, and then. He saw something, something big, something scary. It was yellow and black with a weird board thing on front, heading right towards him. But before any hap- anything happened, he fell asleep. You know all those times where you wish you could fall asleep? Well, falling asleep was not hard for when because... He fell asleep in like two seconds when he had no clue what was going on. And when he woke up, he found out he wasn't on the tree anymore, but he was on the ground. And when he looked around, he saw that tons of trees had fallen down. He had no clue what happened, but then he heard voices, not just any voices, but human voices. And they were, were talking about building a city in, in the forest. And his habitat would have been destroyed if they had done that. He had to think of a plan to, to stop it. But as a sloth, he was slow. And there's no way that he could change the mind of humans. Or could he? Dun, dun, dun! He just found out that the thing he saw was a bulldozer. And it was the thing that plowed all those trees down. And a month later, the workers had figured out that the sloth was there. But somehow, he escaped. Maybe his name was true. He also figured out what he wanted to do. He was going to go get the other animals to help him stop the workers. But it won't take just a few animals. It will take the whole forest of animals to help. So he got his friend, Koala. It took him around a week, but when he finally reached it to where Koala lived, He realized that the tree hadn't been plowed down yet, so he asked Koala, Hi Koala, can you help me? Oh, hi Sherwin, what would you like? Said Koala, and if you want any of my food, I'll tell you, I don't have any, because I had a party, and you won't believe how much Perry can eat! Added koala. Uh, no, I don't really need your food. But, um, you know the workers that have been plowing? Well, he plowed our, my house, and I need to stay with you until I can find a new house. Exclaimed Sherwin. There's no point in trying to save part of the forest for our habitat. Wait. Whoa! unless we get Parrot, because Parrot's beautiful feathers and great flying can fly right over the construction site and stop the workers from doing their work. And then he can make tons of noise, not just him, but all of them. And maybe they'll realize what they're trying to say, not to cut down all of the trees in the forest and to leave enough for all the animals to live happily in the habitat and not to pollute the area that the animals can survive, said Koala joyfully. But if they don't get the work done, they won't get their paychecks and they won't be happy. Dun, dun, dun! We told Parrot the plan, and he was so excited to hear it, and he was okay with it. So, he started flying around, showing his beautiful red, yellow, green feathers everywhere. And the workers looked up, but at first they were astonished of his beautiful feather, but then they got mad. Because they needed to work. Well, that's not the only reason they were mad. Because parrot, sloth, and koala were making tons of noise. It was so much noise that they could hardly concentrate. But would this work to help them save some of the forest for the animals? It didn't look like it. They were still furious, and they were still kept working. It didn't work. The first time, it didn't really work. But every single day, they kept doing it. And eventually, the workers got so mad that they were ready to get rid of them. Not friendly, though. They finally stopped doing that because Parrot came up with an idea because you know how parrots can like say stuff that in a human language and they can repeat it? Well, Parrot started learning words from the English and tried to learn what they meant so, so that he he could tell them. but it was very hard. And the only thing he could get was, stop it! Stop it! And that's not really helpful, because they lack another means to stop construction. So, after at least another month, he finally figured it out. But they hadn't done any more plowing, because they were still trying to get rid of all the wood and stuff, making the ground ready to build and they just got the bulldozers back out when Parrot figured out how to stay. Stop it! Stop it! This is our habitat! Habitat! All the workers just laughed and said bird brain and walked away. But Parrot repeated it And this time, looked right at them, and said it over and over again. And the workers just kept laughing and laughing. It wasn't working. After doing this so many times, for at least two hours, they called the manager, and he came, and he told the workers that, well... This is all these animals' habitat. Do you think we should stop for the lives of these animals? And all the workers just laughed until they realized he was serious. And so they said, well, it's up to you, boss. And, well, he the boss decided that it might be good to stop and let these animals live. And the parrot came back and said, Stop it! Stop it! And the owner thought that meant they want him to destroy it. So he changed his mind, and they were going to destroy it again. Or would they? Dun dun. When Parrot heard this, he decided to head back to Sherwin and Koala and tell them what had happened. So, they decided to go back and make tons of noise. Not just noise, but Parrot was going to tell them that they need to stop because part of this is their habitat. And it wasn't working. But... It was very annoying, so annoying that the manager actually thought about stopping, but even him started to laugh and laugh for so long, but this made them stop laughing because Parrot said, bird Brian, you have a bird brain. and all the workers including the manager, stopped laughing and started staring at Parrot. And then the manager spoke up and said, Oh, I am so sorry. I have a burr brain. And they started to laugh so hard for a long time again. But Parrot flew over them and spit all the water that he had all over them they were so mad that they left and when they got back something had happened something heroic all the animals of the forest made a line so that the workers had half of the forest and the animals had half the forest both groups got what they wanted and it was so heroic. And after they built the city, none of the animals were harmed. And it was all thanks to three friends, Sherwin, Koala, and Parrot, because they don't have a bird brain. Bird brain. I hope you liked it. It was a really long one, and if you want other long ones, send in stories that are long that you wrote. I can feature those, and it can be a longer story. And thanks for listening. See you next time. And the next time, it might be your story. You can email it to me or send a voice memo on my website. Thank you. See you again. Bye. This podcast was voiced by Oliver.